Word. Word. I'm just high off halal. High off halal. Those halal carbs. I was going to ask a a generic question and just like, how are y'all feeling? Yeah, it's been, uh, you know, it's been one week since I looked at y'all. Mm. <laughs> One week since you looked at me. It's been. It's been. Chicken to Chinese to Chinese chicken. chicken. Uh, oh no, man. I feel. Okay. I just got off tour, man. I was in Canada this morning. I'm fucking tired. I'm really tired. Crazy place to be in the morning. Yeah. I didn't like. It's so. It's so fucked to wake up and just like think about immigration as a concept in the morning and mm. then have to like just be at home after that. You would just do that? You would <laughs> just go through customs no. yeah. in the morning and then you're just living your regular life at night? I like I was such a travel noob when I went to Portugal that it was like, oh, there's customs when you get there too. I was like, oh yeah. okay. Like it's not just customs to get on the plane it's customs to get off the plane into your own yeah into your country yeah and yeah. here it from canada i guess toronto specifically because i've been i've been to montreal and i don't remember it being that bad mm-hmm. toronto was like i was i stood in four lines separately like yeah break it, that down how did how does was, what, that's a lot of lines okay. and was it for security and customs it was security customs and the app wasn't working so i had to be in a line for check-in and after like 20 to 30 minutes they were just like oh if you're going to the u.s you got to be in this other line and they put us in a longer line <laughs> for uh for check-in then security and then after like and they kept like like uh incrementally delaying the flight so it was just like by a 30 minutes 30 yeah minutes, that's 30 the minutes. worst shit in the world it was so frustrating like so nerve-wracking uh because every time i looked at my watch it was like 10 minutes till takeoff right and then i found out they delayed again and so like after i got through security i was like okay I, the gate closes in a half hour i got time and mm-hmm. then i see another fucking line that's even longer and it's i think i was in it for maybe 45 minutes wow and that was the customs line yeah yeah i did that i did that on accident i went to the airport in lisbon and i was like oh past security cool i'll go get a sandwich i'll hang out and then it's like oh there's another fucking long ass line just to get to your gate uh-huh yeah yeah man it's just crazy yeah it's crazy it's like for what we got to stop using planes yeah, that too. Drake, uh, shout out, <laughs> I mean, shout out, Aubrey Graham took a took a fourteen minute private jet flight to go see Hamilton. What? Probably, did, probably the oh, wackest thing anyone's Lord. ever done in their whole life. Please tell me this is a headline from two thousand ten or something. July of twenty twenty two. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I really oh, me, Hamilton. I'll, yeah, I'm pretty. Let me get the. Oh let me get god, real precise god. with this. Um. I feel like this is a good segue into my point about how Drake's songs are written like they're for Broadway. <laughs> oh wait, I think I'm I think I'm being inaccurate. It, I am accurate, but it's Hamilton the city, not Hamilton the show. Oh, but, oh he went- but you're on point with that. You're on yeah. point with that. <laughs> All, All I, I care, care about, about is money <laughs> in the city that I'm from. <laughs> Nigga, I'm on one. 
what's that? Really um, <laughs> what is he? What is he saying? Something on on confidence, overdose on confidence. That's some Hamilton ass shit too. Yeah. Um, he's like two turn up. All I care about is money <laughs> in yeah. the city that I'm from. He's, he's, <laughs> nigga, I'm on one. His his his. Thematically, his music is That's like, what I'm saying. Someday yeah. they'll see. <laughs> right, 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 right. They'll right. know who Drizzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does yeah. that little prance off stage. Like. Yeah. They all underestimated the kid <laughs> from the <laughs> six. Yeah. It's like a hero's journey. Now. Right? <laughs> it's like textbook he's hero's like, journey. Like, yeah, yeah. Like Hercules soundtrack. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was just thinking. I can that's go one of the distance. Yeah. I'm from Canada. <laughs> I can go the distance. But All yeah. I care about it's money. <laughs> it's money. Look around. I love in your in your um, Hamilton. Hamilton TikTok how you you got that sort of like. Well, it's like yeah. it's you're they always trying to like to... use the space. Use yeah. Make yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like <laughs> the legislation will pass. <laughs> I don't know if we told we... <laughs> I don't know if we told you the one time where I did this. This Drake bit outside oh, yeah. of what was at, it at a uh, Union Hall? Union Hall, <laughs> and this... and people responded genuinely emotionally to it. They were like, like they were this... their backs were turned. It was so cinematic. They were looking in another direction. Yo, they this, heard me do, do it. This white girl. This white girl goes. I sing, was and yeah, and she you? turned. Yeah, and she literally turns <laughs> and goes, "Oh my, oh my God, was that you? No, like that was like." Oh, amazing. amazing. And I was like, ah. <laughs> I'm not really that guy. <laughs> like I'm not, I don't really like musicals. <laughs> yeah. um, wow. I feel oh, like man. I just have a voice. Yeah, I've never been a, a musical. We talked about that too. Yeah. Like, I did choir and I did theater, but only separately, never together. Yeah. I also did choir and theater when I was like a little, little kid. And, um, I, I kind of say the exception has always been Nightmare Before Christmas, but yeah. that's just because it was a whole package of shit you were getting there. It wasn't just like the musical piece, mm -hmm. yeah. but like it's always been cringe yeah. to me. Real I, quick, just to cap, mm -hmm. Drake just flew 14 minutes on his private jet and made four tons of CO2 emissions. That's the same <laughs> amount of emissions the average person makes in a year. It would have taken an hour to drive the same distance. This is criminal. That's from July twenty second, twenty twenty two, and I didn't know that. I didn't know that it even did that. That's crazy. Because folks are doing like four hour flights. So how many tons is that? I'm like, I'm you just know? thinking that dude, uh, Chris Too Smooth on IG. They just ask everybody how much their fit costs. Yeah. How much a fit? How much a fit? How much a fit? How much a fit cost? How much? How much does the CO two cost? How much does yeah. CO two? Yeah, he asked Travis Scott that, um, bro. I, I and Travis Scott, it. he's like, oh, and who am I with? And he's like, that's my favorite thing is <laughs> being so offended, <laughs> right? That you would even ask. Yeah, when they know why. I mean, it's just right. like you and, think he doesn't know who dog, you are. He did, you dare me say my name? And dog, he did one with Kanye. Kanye said his name, so just fucking chill yeah. the fuck out. And he goes, priceless. Yeah, priceless. 
Yeah, Price. And they were flaming his ass in the comments. Yeah. In the replies, it was Yo, that, I feel like that dude is just like. That dude well, thank God so he avoided mad. cancellation. You know, it was, it was looking really bad for him. But now, <laughs> three minutes and 27 seconds later, he's Scored back right to making a shit ton of money. Straight up! McDonald's! I just love the oh, McDonald's my. arc of Cuddy and Travis Scott. Like, every yeah. good music yeah. is. And there's a good music to McDonald's pipeline that is emerging. Yeah. And Pusha. Did I send y'all the the yeah, flyer? The it was like a poster for oh, Kid Cuddy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah. Think, I thought I sent y'all that. I saw it too. Oh, I think I took a screenshot and I was just yeah. like, "Kill me." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was he just should like, be doing insane. cold medicine because all of his music. That's that's how Kid Cudi sounds all the time. I need a Big Mac here. Uh, I walk on stage. We throw a more thing on stage. I walk on stage. If it's just, one more thing off stage. It's kind of jarring because his whole reputation musically has been around like, you know, some emo shit. So yeah. like to see the juxtaposition of like emo music icon for some people on a McDonald's branded poster is just bizarre. Yeah. And it makes me wonder like there's different kinds of cognitive dissonances. And I'm like, I'm curious what his is, you know, on that. See that's you know, why yeah. is it just the check? Is it is it like, or is it deeper than that? Is it like, you know, I always wanted to do something with something with McDonald's. You know, that was my dream since I was a little kid was to have my own McDonald's meal, my own ten piece. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know, my man. own ten piece. <laughs> you're smiling because you're like me. Yeah, that's basically yeah, me. That's you. Unironically, yeah, the <laughs> ten piece Dorito yeah. meal. I always wanted my own Cane's meal. <laughs> <laughs> The insane Kaniac. Kaniac? That's Kaniac combo. That's the best one. It's called what? that. Yeah, the Kaniac combo. Yeah. I mean, y'all are laughing. There's people listening that are like, he's spitting right now. <laughs> <laughs> Real Kaniacs, no. You ever have a hit of that Kaniac combo? Yo. <laughs> the Kaniac Call, combo. Gets me wet every time. Call me Abel because that Kane's fucked me up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think it's the whole thing. I, I, I is it because of Kanye? Yeah. Is Kanye? No, like, it's just everything. It's McDonald's, like McDonald's, Apple. Bro. Every it seems like every <laughs> artist to a degree is like, I don't know. It's just becoming unrelatable. <laughs> if y'all yeah. haven't done one endorsement <laughs> deal with a major corporation, you can't be on good music anymore. <laughs> that's your. Why, that's why your fucking album flops. Sit the fuck down. Yeah, Chance did the um, what did he do? Like the Amazon? He did something. Yeah. Oh my god. That was god. the funniest TikTok when he's like duet this and he's like doing some like and oh, someone yeah. just duetted it with like footage of trash on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> that shit killed me. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh no. The Amazon know, tendrils yeah tripped me out. Yeah, and Apple Music I think what FK Twigs did that one Apple Music video with um what's the dude from Vice? What's his name? Um, Christian Bale, think of the Adam McKay movie. No, Vice. <laughs> no Vice, Vice Land. Um, why the fuck can I not remember his name? I literally worked at Vice Land. I don't remember. But it, it I was. But, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I thought you were. Oh, I mean, I, I, I just feel like that's been that like thread has been in hip hop for so long that like it's weird to 
like I, I do feel what you're feeling and I feel, I feel surprised by it. But I also feel like run DMC kind of set that precedent early, early as fuck. Mm. And that gets like their whole Adidas campaign gets marked as like hip hop history in so, in so much shit to where it's just like, I feel like of all genres, yeah, it's the that, most normalized really to be like, to do all these branded, like there is no other you're getting, genre where- You're getting a check for it. You're getting money. Yeah, yeah that, there's no there's, there's no doubt in my mind about that. It's just the cognitive dissonance. That's really what I'm hitting on. It's like, yeah. it's not even like on brand really. Yeah. It's like the, 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 the desire for the corporate deal and status clashes aesthetically and conceptually it almost with, doesn't anymore it's yeah. like it's so it's so synced into everyone's well, I'm psyche i'm talking about i was talking about kid cuddy specifically yeah you know it's like think about someone who makes music and it's like it's like oh so deep and like it's the human condition and then it's like mcdonald's you yeah. know it's like it doesn't it actually doesn't it actually like clashes i mean capitalism and, makes me about as depressed as his music does so like yeah. that makes sense but even like the the even at the level of like <laughs> i was saying the amazon tendrils tripped me out because you think for some of these artists it would kind of be like just off principle you would just be like oh no i can't that's that's like the villainous corporation there's like a million yeah. villainous corporations but that one has such bad optics that i, I can't go within 10 10 feet of that yeah but it's kind of like no, there isn't even that anymore. It's kind yeah. of just like yeah. That's oh, they, what I'm... they put up the money, so yeah, it just doesn't. So that's why I was saying I was like I'm I'm curious what it is. Like I'm curious like yeah. what it is for someone like a Kid Cudi, uh, yeah. or anyone who considers themselves like a serious artist, whatever that is, and then they're like ba da ba ba ba. Yeah, yeah. I just it. I just think it's just so to use a really overused word, it's just really normalized to yeah to do it. It's just yeah, it, no one thinks twice about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not always, at all. I always get that impression that they think they're uh, that they're using the company as opposed to the other way around. Right. I if, do think know, there's a flex though. There's like that's yeah. that's the wee bizarre juxtaposition for me. Yeah. You in your music, it's like it's so introspective to you, and like it's so like I'm speaking to people's hearts, and then and then it's like, but I gotta flex the Mickey D's deal. Right. You know. <laughs> it's like literally right. that though. Like unironically. Right. I mean, it. I do get that from people where they're just like. Where people will do all these bullshit like little ads, even less than than McDonald's and still yeah, they could cut the check. Mm, like right. they're bullying you right. as a as a global right. corporation. Like nigga, cut my check. Yeah, I get Where's it from my a, fucking money, dog. I get it from a rap and like hip hop standpoint for sure. Yeah, and like I definitely ten years ago like would have been that person, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah. Um. So maybe like the real confusing layer of it all is just kind of having this macro vision of like what the fuck is going on right now in the world and kind of just being confused, being confused, being confused. Like you, you kind of like hit this point where you're like, something's got to give, right? Like there's got to be a, there's got to be a point where, where the artists rise up and they go 
enough is enough. We got to stand on something for once. We got to set some kind of boundary for one. And it's like, it never, it, it doesn't happen. That's you know? why the artists that intro, like, I don't know, the artists that are just, they're more interested in the, um, the flashy jewelry and money and being wealthy and shit like that. It's just ringing really hollow. The artists that interest me right now are where they're almost like kind of a character. Like they're almost, yeah, or yeah. it's either yeah, that yeah. or they're in a, they're discussing a really deep life experience and they're kind of open about how maybe like I'm thinking the three people I'm thinking of, or two people in a group like Cardi and Yeet to me are both characters almost like they're, yeah. they're, they're not really the people they're portraying themselves as, but it's for a creative idea. It's to express something. It's to create uh, almost like a movie out of out of what you're doing it's not like oh yeah i'm just rich and that's that's the one-dimensional character i am is just i'm rich right. and isn't that cool and then Gris not really a demon dude i hate to break it to you he's not dante from <laughs> devil may cry um though he kind of is but uh griselda also is another one for me where it's just like yeah you're just talking about real life experiences and it yeah. makes sense for you to f flex a uh, even though they do s seem very independent to a certain degree, if they're they're not going to sell out in a way that doesn't make sense or that is dissonant to me, you know, yeah. they're gonna they're they might flex and they might not be unabashed about it, but they're not going to do the McDonald's commercial, right? You know, yeah, I I've, I um I don't know, I tend to I also like but like different characters, like I really fuck with like Doctor Octagon, mm -hmm. <laughs> like cool oh too. yeah. Um, and but like after we after we talked to Malik, I kind of dipped back into a lot of kind of older stuff because they're like talking about Tupac really got me thinking about just like the other kind of maybe not necessarily as public or as far reaching as Pac was obviously, but like there's a just a whole anti capitalist if not outright socialist through line in hip hop that like mm -hmm. doesn't really get talked about mm. that's a reaction to that type of decadent shit you yeah. know like i've had fucking um why can i not remember anybody's names right now yeah um, i'm in the sense that that food took the fucking speed right yeah, out of my, brain. <laughs> yeah I was, my whole brain i was but, gonna um, say I, I definitely think more so anti-capitalist than, than pro so. something dead well, perez dead is Prez is what i was gonna say dead mm. perez is like an exception and like yeah. there are a few others but um yeah but there's a there's an there's definitely i, I would even classify it as like an anti-authoritarian like punk type thing of like yeah. you're saying you would or wouldn't I would. Yeah. I would say like I broadened the the through line out to that cuz it was this feeling of like the system is coercive and like is rigid and it's trying to hold me in but I'm finding a way out of that mm -hmm. and I'm finding a way to live beyond that. Yeah. And it's like at an individualistic level um but it's there nonetheless and I feel like the rags to riches energy like that's really what that's about at a certain level. And you have some people where there's a darker spin on that where they're like, well, it's kill or be killed and I'm going to kill, you know, and like that's all that's a whole thread. But then you do have this sense of like, look, I made it out. Yeah. But it's like it kind of just stops at that. It's like I made it out. 
yeah. and now I'm good. And then it's it's there's a parallel with that uh, the comedy conversation of like mm-hmm. comedians who you know they're they have power and so they're and they're struggling to still come across as funny there's a similar thing in hip-hop where it's like an yeah, artist makes right, it yeah. and now it's like what do you have to fucking talk about yeah right, you know? right. it's fucking that mf doom shit uh rhymes like dimes mm. ones mostly keep cash but brag about the broken times mm. right it's like right yeah um it's like what do you really do and I, I think about that a lot in obviously in a comedy context, but really just like because I want to explore other artistic media and just like, do I want to stop living my life at 30, yeah. 35, you know, and just like have to reach back into when I was 20 years old? Well, that's like stealing food. Stealing I just, groceries that's, in LA I just thought of little little baby also. Because yeah. if you've just, even in his recent growth or where he is now, he's like a super millionaire now. And yeah. he dresses in diamonds and has designer head to toe and he has sunglasses on all the time and he's mm-hmm. got designer jeans on and everything. And it's like he used to just rap with a Rolex and a white t shirt yeah. and he would sound fucking nasty. And he's still amazing. He's a little baby. But like, it is that thing of like, yeah, what are you rapping about now? Like, well, that's, you know, yeah. that's where I think it can be liberatory in all ways to think beyond yeah you're just yourself yeah. Yeah. that's a never-ending pool of inspiration the existential and the collective yeah and that's why someone like a tupac shakur like his music still rings today because mm-hmm. from the beginning that's now he, p- he pivoted into more of the individual and his feelings and experiences right. towards the end of his career and we talked about this with malik but like the tone was like i am a part of this bigger thing you right. know, and the bigger thing is not going away. That's mm-hmm. gonna, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of timeless. You're still that's, struggling. Yeah. In it. As long as humans are around, the bigger thing is going to be there. Yeah. And that's even why just going beyond hip hop. Like, I love artists that explore themes around the existential or even like composers or people who make instrumental music. You get this. You can get this mm-hmm. sense of like. This is this is like sure maybe it's a it's taking me through the emotions of an individual but it's it's connected to a broader world and set of experiences in in society and and it's and it's tied to our existence in in some way shape or form yeah and um I guess bringing it back full circle to like the corporatization and McDonald's like I think that's sort of one of the depressing things about so much of like and like you said it's not new but like you know it's not even just popular music anymore it's like music that is underground it's this corporatization permeates it all and and um and it makes it yeah it's like it's depressing because at the end of the day you always end up feeling like the tech is a big part of what that is yeah because TikTok they've all is like they've all hopped into those fucking modes of promoting yourself right it's just one right. corporation it's, the yeah. undergrounds are promoting themselves on the same platform as i was gonna say TikTok is like completely corporatized the concept of the underground you know yeah but it, it, it makes you wonder who is genuine like who is actually doing and it's like there's artists where you kind of 
don't really feel like it's genuine at a certain point unless they're doing some some something novel like hiding their identity or like right. doing shit anonymously or something to that effect and yeah. but like that's kind of the the place that I've kind of been in with it is like sure you make dope music but like how does any of this relate to me or how does any of this relate to the broader world like I, I think I think like it's like an order of operations thing in my head subconsciously of like are we talking about <laughs> like the problem is outside like the problems are outside of just yourself and your friends and whatever like the problem yeah, there are yeah. st- some structural dimensions to it but then it's like well no one just wants to sit around and quote unquote consume art that's about the structural and the systemic so it's like how how does how do you like connect those two things and then how do you create like with other people and through institutions that are liberatory for lack of a better word yeah and i think like i feel like a good example of maybe what you're talking about is like damon albarn or somebody who i've always really fucked with him like gorillas and all all that stuff and like uh del uh funky homo sapien through them and then later kind of dipping into Doom, like, I, Danger I, Mouse and shit. Well, I discovered for Doom me, before, that's how but went. yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I was going to say like hieroglyphics and then like getting into Deltron and all that stuff, but like Gorillas specifically, it's um and Damon Albarn is like in the intro of Deltron 3030 like doing this whole like doom like doom and gloom like dystopian introduction to that album and he's like really aesthetically part of this like anti-capitalist like wing of the music industry but he's still very much in the industry and it feels like in a like in artistic in like mainstream artistic shit the best you can really do is like aesthetically decenter yourself which is where that like cartoon aesthetic comes from it's where the like yeah, yeah. playing in the shadows comes from and just project the shit on the screen instead of like Right. being the front man of this band mm-hmm. right which i have a lot of respect for like yeah. him, him and the God, way doom does cool. that yeah but it feels like that's also the best a lot of people can do within mm-hmm. this context without just like really examining what's actually going on any deeper than that because like donald glover kind of does the same thing with atlanta um yeah. where like he'll have episodes that are not about him or not about actually most of the show is not really about him uh but then they have like episodes that are not about the main cast at all and it's like that's cool but is that all you're do- it, like mm-hmm. it's like what are you really doing that with that are you are you really talking about something deeper or are you just saying like here's some here's some actors that haven't got a shot until now i think and- i think it's also like to me, you know, the artistic side is like that's your sandbox. You can talk about right. You can talk about yeah. the smallest, most intimate, selfish things that you care about that you maybe only agree with or whatever. That's your playground. That's your freedom. And then, you know, beyond that, I think it it where where it really starts to become where it really starts to matter. I think it's great if people can tie in their art to a greater idea, but I think also like 
it buttresses the freedom you have in your sandbox. If outside of that sandbox, you are building something or you are doing something, right. it doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be the show has to be about that. You know, the, yeah. or the thing has to be about right. that. But, yeah. but it can really add a deeper layer. I think like, like if Damon Alburn was building some shit, yeah. you know, like that would be crazy. Which you in know? a lot of ways he has, you know, mm-hmm. he's like, well, I think he's he's hitting on specifically like counter institutions. Yeah. Like, well, I'm yeah. saying yeah. like he's he's done it in the like in kind of a similar way that like for lack of a better example, like Joe Rogan has done it, where like people are on his projects and they yeah get that's been like the that. limit that's yeah, been the but, imagination limit so yeah. far is like it's like they get you boost these other people into right. a platform within the same logic and the same yeah. dynamic. Which is cool, but it yeah. also, yeah, it's not, the art there's is, more shit you can do. The art is, yeah. is commodified. It's, it's, yeah. it's like commodity, you know, fetishism, uh, in its own distinct way. It's divorced yeah. from production distribution. It's, you know, everything is centered around a personality for the most part, mm-hmm. yeah. around a celebrity and what, you know, what their inspirations were and what their experiences were. But everything else is is almost divorced. It's mm-hmm. like s- separated. And that's that ties to a point I was going to make earlier, which is like, I don't I don't even I think it's a mindset thing. And I don't I think most people. Yeah. They're not thinking about, oh, I'm doing this thing with McDonald's, but they're also not even thinking about how they're getting their shit to people and like the amount of control yeah. they do and don't really have structurally in terms of like yeah. how so, stuff is getting to people. And then, yeah, that that just it ties right back to this this existential point that I was making. It's like yeah. I can listen to an artist say a really great thing or say mm-hmm. a really smart thing. Uh, or something that even touches me, but then at the end of the day, I'm like, yeah. oh well, this was a an uh, uh, Apple Music Beats radio exclusive. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's yeah. like I, I feel I, like Kanye is publicly fumbling, like almost like trying mm, to get a peg in the right, right. shape hole. Like, and everyone's right. just like, is he gonna do it? Like, right. everyone's just watching right. him fuck around. <laughs> right. right, right. Like having this like meandering just but he's almost there it's like he's almost yeah he's like wait so i'm on spotify but if i made my own and it's like (laughs) right he's taking forever (laughs) because he's just like he's cutting through bush of yes men like with a machete he's trying to get to it right but at the end of the day he's also so he can't get past himself like he's so trapped right i I can't imagine being like uh Like being a le- in leftist spaces and hearing him go, we got this new thing called cap uh, classism. <laughs> yeah, like he, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everything he's gonna come up with it. He's already right. talked about capitalism. That's pu- what I'm saying. Publicly uh, on Drink Champs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like imagine him talking about it like it's a new thing. Yeah, like, but I'm, I but you're, you're, on, you're hitting on. Like, I call it like, climate coolness, being cool with each other and being cool with the climate. And it's you're, like, you're, that's you're hitting on something though. Like him, yeah. There's, an, there's this instinct in him, uh, but he, he's caught up in himself, as you put he's it. He's taking like, a really long route. I like feel. But it's like it's, e- I feel it's like ego. It's ego narcissism stuff. Yeah. Well, you it's know? sloppy. It's like he's driving a bumper car around the political spectrum. Like he's just. It's like. Am I right wing? 
okay, no, that's not what the, and it's like, yeah. he has no one there to kind of help him with that. Right. Real quick, and I'll we get back to this, but another person I'm thinking of, I don't know if you guys have seen clips of like Ethan Hawke talking recently, mm-hmm. but yeah, like yeah. he is about acting and like acting yeah, and young people yeah. and the importance yeah. of art and the purity of of expression and things like that. And I was talking to my friends of like, you know, it's dope he's talking like that, but he's so old, he's so late in the game, he's so entrenched in what he does production mode wise yeah. that it's like there's nothing really for him to be a part of. There's yeah. nothing really for him to do. Right. Yeah. It's sad because yeah. it's like he's too late or or too early. Like yeah. he's just, it's just like. Well, so everyone's like, waiting too. That's the other thing. It's like, well, yeah. Yeah. is it okay? On one side of the coin, it's like, well, this is just how it goes and this is how it's always going to be. And then the people that hate it just enough are kind of just sitting around twiddling their thumbs yeah. like the alternative is just going to fall from the sky. Um, but not even working out the particulars of like what that alternative would or should be, you know, it's like, oh, it's I'm I'm right now. I'm thinking about Chappelle when he, he was talking about like, well, Comedy Central fucked me over and then Netflix came and Netflix is a good company because they gave me all this money to do whatever. And it's mm-hmm, like yeah. until there's like I feel like a cultural movement around like specific stuff around like decision making and governance and like ownership models for lack of a better word yeah like we're just gonna be spinning in circles on anything technology you know talking about music making filmmaking whatever you're just gonna you're just gonna be spinning in circles getting wrapped up in vc bullshit people that ultimately are not doing what they're doing for a social cause for lack of a better word it's about profit margins it's about whatever you can you can come with money and say oh we're gonna do a great thing for culture and we're gonna put power in the hands of the artists again Mm. and when you look in the fine print and you look in the structure you're like oh it's just a it's just another like scheme Mm -hmm. oh people don't even cooperatively control this platform at all you know it's just it's just it's rhetoric so I feel like until there's like a deep enough movement to where we can even just spot that shit, like go mm-hmm. beyond rhetoric or I feel like title was like the big thing that blew, yeah. blew that yeah. thing open where it's like, you know, Jay-Z was like, we got all these artists and we got this platform. <laughs> and, um, well, and what does he sound like? <laughs> <laughs> we got all these artists, and we got this platform. And then, and then it's like, some people are like, oh, this is it. This is what we've been waiting for. Right. Right. And then at the end of the day, it's just fucking, it's a just traditional biz- business. Right. It's a traditional yeah. exploitative capitalist enterprise that they're just doing exclusivity deals with. And this is probably a good, mm-hmm. probably a good segue into resonate, but I don't know. <laughs> well, and real quick, like I was just thinking the, the core of this is speed. Also, it seems like people don't, people want something that's fast. Yeah. Like that's what I'm seeing in all this is like, people know that, going the vc route you will get money tomorrow and you'll mm. have something and going it's like it's not now. worth and it's like it's, it's not worth trying unless i can get that million plus dollar check but you right know at the top right yeah at the beginning. yeah let me just get rich and then we'll change the world yes. right and that's so right. funny to me because it's same shit i was talking about in the last episode or maybe the one before that where rappers know probably more than anybody in any other genre that mm. the deals we get are fucked like don't don't take the advance, take that percentage later down the line. You gotta own your masters, all this shit. But they still 
across the board or just like you got to make it work for you. You got to make the same system work for you. You got to figure out how right. to game the shit that's in front of you. And I, part of me, I want to say it's because a lot of these people come from like poverty and like poor backgrounds. Yeah, most of them like, are going to... Well, uh, shit. I've seen some shit on like how many uh, industry people are... They're like actually, second, like, third, fourth generation money Hollywood. Yeah, oh, really? I mean, especially now. Yeah, especially I, now. Yeah, I feel like the and the corporatization like, point. Yeah, and like the 2010s was kind of popular as like college rap, where everybody's just like in a dorm room. You know, mm-hmm. like you might not be rich, but you got some resources. Um, but like, I feel I I just wonder how long hip hop as an industry can ride off that excuse of everybody's coming from poverty, everybody's broke, everybody's just hustling and trying to get, you know. Yeah. Well, it's like how do we, how can we go from rags to riches to rags to freedom? Like, yeah. How like, can that become the through line and the spirit? I mean, some people, if we had some hip hop historians in the room right now, some true ones that were around yeah. from the beginning, they would tell you that that is what hip-hop was and you have this whole crop of people mm-hmm. that they say well that's the distinction between hip-hop and rap and i don't necessarily subscribe to any of that stuff it's right. like whatever but right but i feel like that's what we're talking about and like beyond hip-hop yeah like, i think yeah. i think you're beyond hip-hop the, the idea of eroding the 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 legitimacy of individual wealth and how yeah. important is that but it's that thing implicit in freedom from rags to riches to rags to freedom implicit in that is like you can't get free without other people yeah. right you can't get free yeah. without a collective of people a community of people right. so it extends beyond yourself and simultaneously it ensures you the most safety and security it yeah. ensures you more safety and security than you just being That's you know to 21 yourself. savages point just, right you're this yeah. rich motherfucker surrounded well, by you're people not that free aren't when you're rich you're, you're yeah. this rich motherfucker surrounded by people who aren't wealthy yeah and they're looking at you like fuck what can i get out of them and right you know and it's if like, you go broke they're not gonna help you no you no, get there's no, nothing you to get help. no assistance from those people right no because you put yourself in the position where you're they rely on you if that you know yeah it's like either you make all of your friends you somehow hold down your friend network make them all rich give them businesses which that sounds That's, really hard too, yeah. and then make them entrepreneurs somehow, and make this network of business people that are your friends, or they're on a dole that comes straight from you know your wealth, or you ditch them and then surround yourself with people that you meet after you're rich who you mm-hmm. can't trust. Right, so you're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> you're fucked. Three sixty. So, I think, so I think what, about what's like what is Snoop Dogg's blunt roller gonna do <laughs> when that man dies. We're just like scaring the kill him in his sleep like Darth Plagueis. What does his resume his resume look like? Yeah. yeah, so it's like what happens when the first step is with this collective and cooperative mindset? Mm-hmm. And like I earlier when I said um cooperative like ownership and I said for lack of a better word, um, you know, I was saying that too, just on that piece of like the the next this is like one of the deepest levels of it to me but like you organize with so many people in at this cooperative way around labor and the land and like industry what however you want to put it to where you're thinking beyond the proprietary logic altogether yeah. you're like what is ownership that's like an archaic word why are we talking about own 
ownership like this is all and it's not even yeah. this thing of like oh it's it's like we're talking about the state where it's like collectivized and it's public like this isn't public versus private that we're talking about here right. we're talking about like a, a cultural shift a social shift to the point where you're because everyone in a in a certain area or networks baseline needs are taken care of and they're living comfortably and everyone is doing relatively well and looking out for each other you don't really you're not even really thinking about (laughs) you know like what you're you know what you quote unquote own and like what your property is because but yeah that's so many people so many people would not think that way right and it does get into a distinction between private property and personal property or like what we consider property but it's like Again, it's like a post scarcity mindset almost. Yeah, right. Beyond the beyond like the material reality of it, it's like in my head, in my head, it's like we just cooperatively and communally control this stuff together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we make decisions about it together, but it's not like any one person's thing, yeah. like their property. Right. Right. You right. know? Can and that's like a deep thing. I mean, it's like it would probably it's like a whole episode in and of itself to even just like unpack the the layers of that. But I, I, I feel like I wanted to get into because I actually was reading up on that because you mentioned it in the last episode, but mm-hmm. just like monetary theory and all, how all that works. Mm-hmm. I have to pee, but I kind of want to get into that. Word. You want to talk about it? Give me like we can talk about resonate. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense to do it. Yeah. I was just talking about title earlier and like how everyone got hype because it's Jay Z and like all these artists and. Mm-hmm. And they have this platform, and so they think because that stamp is on it and he bought it, change is going to come from the top down or whatever the fuck, and it didn't happen. And, um, yeah, for anyone who's already listening, you've probably noticed that our shit isn't on all of the other (laughs) streaming platforms. Um, It's on this one platform called Resonate, which is functioning, but it's, you know, probably a little glitchy and a little, it's rough around the edges. But, um... Resonate is is a cooperative music streaming platform. So, and it's a multi-stakeholder co-op, which means that there's different levels to how you can have a say and how it operates mm-hmm. and and have ownership um in it. Um but it takes like that nugget, that idea of like what ha- what would happen if we had a, a music streaming platform for the commons. Mm-hmm. Like, let me just say this, like right off, like right from the top, like we could get into the particulars of like how resonate, uh, like the what it's, yeah, what its business model yeah. is. And like the 70, 30 split between the artists and, and the people who are doing the labor to keep it running and the technology, we could go into a million different pieces of it. And I think we can and should do that in the future. Um, but for me, the whole thing starts at the cooperative model. Mm-hmm. The fact that not just the artists, but listeners can right. literally beyond being co-owners, they have a democratic say over what happens with the platform. Mm-hmm. If you're a member of the co-op, you have a say and what happens with the platform. And that just opens up a million and one different doors. 
you know, if like the resources are there, the if the money's there, and then we have we already have a forum, resonate. I mean, already has a forum, um, where we vote on things, make proposals, discuss things. It opens up this this whole world, not to sound corny, but like a world of imagination around what the fuck we can do with this goddamn player. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, and the history of resonate is interesting too because. The roots were in some VC crypto bullshit, but the co-op has managed, yeah, has managed to wrestle it away from that. So now we're sitting here with a million dollar plus player Mm -hmm. and all the opportunity in the world to do something with it, you know? So I would just like encourage anyone, anyone who's like a fan of the show, um, to just like look into that. If you're a developer too, Mm developers and like ui ux designers like just jump in mm-hmm. um as is maybe implied by some of the guests we've had on and like our artist relationships we we know like tons of artists tons of dope musicians like it's set up for us to do exclusivity shit with resonate too as mm-hmm. far as these artists are concerned we just need to get the tech there and need to to just get the platform operating at a at a certain baseline and then we literally have a streaming platform that is essentially for the commons it's like for us you know it's not like a a a board of vcs venture capitalists looking to make a profit off of what they put in it's literally us with the utility deciding how to make it better and how to I, the shit that I get the most excited about when it comes to resonate is just thinking about all the new social components that we could add and, mm-hmm. and design around, yeah. like what Spotify does playlisting. You can Apple see what music. your friends are listening to. Uh-huh. Yeah, but like think about how limited IG. that is. Mm-hmm. Think about imagine like it's beyond SoundCloud in the sense of it's not like all this whatever fuck shit is up there. It's like real like music that's up there and now we have all these different ways to like communicate around it and even artists is like they could have a one-stop shop through the platform in terms of how they connect with their with their base and how they get you know their music to their listeners i mean it opens up all these different possibilities and i'm just like and not not to dive into the economics of it but mm, have people listening to their music you know I give them resources. Should, yeah, they're getting they're actually the getting paid. Yeah. They're actually getting paid. I think we should dive into the economics of it just cuz I I mean, I wrote that thing that uh that I passed on to y'all. It's yeah. just like imagine all the like dope art that we could be making if we weren't doing all this shit for survival. Yes. Like the just the degree to which all of this shit levels up mm-hmm. when people aren't like leaning into this or that political camp. Just because they know there's an audience there and they can make money off of that or they can make money off of this. And now you got these people warring over shit neither side really believes in all the way. They don't understand all the way. And they're just, I mean, especially in comedy, but also Mm -hmm. like a little bit in music when people speak up. But like perpetuating all these narratives, they don't know the history behind it. They don't know any of the any of the deeper shit behind it and people could just make fucking art because they enjoy yeah, it. I, I, like I think of all the rappers that wouldn't be rapping if they <laughs> if their right. needs were already met. 
Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that we'd get a break from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. All the people that like <laughs> Yeah, it'd probably be a much less Yeah. Like it's so funny. I, I like I like talked to my dad about this very idea. I, I mentioned the whole Graber thing and I can't remember what talk he said this about, but he was like he said it in writing and in public before, but like in England there used to be like a every five to ten years like a musical movement. There'd mm-hmm. be like a genre a new fucking genre. Yeah. yeah. And it's right. like that's because they had welfare basically, in yeah. so many words. He said this in the debate. Yeah. Yeah. And um and there's he he tweeted something similar to it as well. And yeah. it's like, yeah, the fucking Beatles and all that. I mean, it's like all these all these artists. I mean, this is what yeah, when he I was te- saying something like the next Kurt Cobain or they're Beatles too busy or whatever. stacking yeah. shelves, yeah. you know, at yeah, an Amazon right. warehouse, right. right? And to that, it's like I was in LES the other day, and I was texting that applies Z. to science, by the way, too. And yeah, he was oh, bring, yeah. and he was bringing Absolutely. that up as All well. Creativity. Yeah. Just for one second, though, pause on the implications yeah. there in terms yeah. of technology, research, like, biochemistry, you name it. Yeah. I mean, it's insane, right? nanotechnology Uh (laughs) energy cybernetics like you know you get transportation this is related to what you were saying too about uh the geniuses Mm -hmm. yeah giving geniuses this this time and the space yeah (laughs) right to really be genius and fucking change all of our lives for the better yeah you know so many of them are busy being like critically autistic right. and working at a call center somewhere or something like that. It's amazing Spider-Man managed to get his web shooters made. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Think of all the other I cool shit. Hate, like, <laughs> I, hate, I think No Way Home is more DOD propaganda than fucking Top Gun. Like, I, hate, I hate that shit so yeah. much. But that, I don't want to tangent. But yeah. but yeah, like, no, like, I forgot what, oh, I was in LES and it's just like, I, I see some flea market and it's just yeah. all these people running the flea market and none of them are dressed well. Like no one looks yeah. fucking interesting or weird or just frankly broke. No, no one looks like right. a bizarre person. And you think about the history of that area and it was like all broke people. It was all like poor people pushing the culture forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like it fucking sucks. Like that. Yeah. that is a huge, you know selfish personal reason that i i want to see change in the world is because of that like i fucking don't like this this fucking like i don't know like it's not inspiring version of yeah. the world it's of ourselves so, yeah. of yeah. ourselves it's not inspiring and it's like it's extra frustrating when you when you meet some of the most brilliant people in the world and then they're just like yeah money yeah. yeah, and you're like, yeah, you I, could literally fucking change all of our lives. Yep, if you were just given the time and attention and resources, and you had the adequate community around you. Yeah, you know, one of my most I, brilliant friends I ever met in film school uh, lives in Massachusetts and doesn't really like fuck with the world at all, and he's yeah. like one of the most brilliant people i've ever met would yeah. in my opinion would be far and away probably like a, a generationally beloved film critic music critic writer director but he's just like so just fucking hates the world kind of yeah. and, and you can't blame him right and and he still does work a lot on stuff but it's like i just imagine if there was a community for that person and, and if there was like a 
That's all why these we things, gotta resources. use shaded form to fucking do that shit. That's all yeah. I want. Like to oh. anyone who's listening, we yeah, we have a Discord yeah. server set up just to start. But like, I can say for myself, I'm not content in us doing this show and then even live events and like, mm-hmm. you know, we have this cooperative production company that we're producing all this stuff and more through. I'm not content with that. I want people yeah, who come into this server and any other channels that we open up and to fucking organize themselves mm-hmm. yeah, and, and, and find other brilliant people and organize with them. And if it makes sense, if it clicks, we just, we, we just tack it on to the ecosystem That's, that we're already yeah. building. Right. You That's, know, I like, I, it, and it excites me talking to artists now through this lens. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Especially if they're aligned from a principles and value standpoint is like you realize like you could just be fam kind of like you could just be, <laughs> you could be part of the, yeah. the federation you right. know and it makes me want to get them to that place and to to give them those resources and to build this so that they can and then and then the, the wider bigger it is the more it just generates into itself right yeah we got to get away from this island shit we got to get away from this like baseline yeah i don't know fandom shit yeah like not everybody needs to be a brand like but also just on that tip of like sure this show this show could become a thing yeah yo if you get it and you have skills let's let's make it something beyond the show like beyond Let's make it about the bigger thing. Right. Let's just use it as a vehicle. A That's what I feel like the difference between this and what other people. I, I feel like the biggest difference between what we're doing, what other people are doing is literally that yeah. is like yeah. people set up their island and it, it grows and they go high up in the sky and they find success and they start making all this money and they stay on the island. Yeah. And like from the beginning, I feel like the shit that could be dope about this is just. We're like, hey, this is just this is literally just the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is literally just opening up the conversation. Mm-hmm. When the cameras go off and the, the video goes up, tap in on the back end and let's start fucking yeah. getting free together doing what we love. Right. Yeah. Doing what we love is is the means by which we get free together. Right. Yeah. And we can't actually do that. Right. Like, and I feel like this could be like a pretty profound test run. And like what happens when people that have this dope platform get some buzz, get popping, maybe even get resources. And instead of just hogging it on the island, they start thinking systemically yeah, and they yeah. start thinking culturally. They start thinking everything mm-hmm. and and start opening up the channels for dope people to do dope shit. Yeah. And we've seen what happens when you just sit up on that island and don't do shit with the money. That shit is I think about this a lot. It's miserable the, for them. It's miserable. The shit you, the sh- <laughs> yeah. The money they, you and, make, they, and guess what? They fucking complain. They complain. Yeah. The money you make in like legacy shit, it's effectively hush money, because yeah. even if you do speak it's out a life about how you plug. feel, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like the second you start talking, they're just like a little bit less inclined to give you that money in the first place, uh, and then people don't believe what you're saying because you're. Like you're rich, how could you possibly feel that way? Yeah, it's just it's the most isolating shit, and you know that. Mm-hmm. So why not just spread the shit out? Put that put those resources into productive communal 
proactive shit is a better mm-hmm. word, you know, where you can actually maintain your artistic integrity. Platforms like YouTube, Patreon, Spotify, they're all ass. They don't respect your privacy, they're riddled with ads, and they're completely silent and unreachable when you need help. Have you ever talked to somebody at YouTube? Think about that. I sure haven't. To top it all off, we don't control them at all, despite being the reason they exist. So that's why we're partnering with a design and development agency called Sanctuary Computer to build our own cooperative alternatives that bring the best features of all those platforms together and that we can control together too. We seriously gotta have an exodus to some sort of digital Zion that we've built ourselves. Somewhere where all of us can actually have a say over the technology that we're using to communicate with each other. For more on how you can support us all in getting off these shitty platforms, visit opencollective.com slash digital zion and tap in just because these dystopian systems are eating themselves alive doesn't mean they got to take us with them um but yeah it's like yeah it it, it is hush money it is it is just a tool to to make people useless kind of yeah like it's like it's like a big grain feeder that you're relying on yeah um, it's that that idea of getting out getting out of the hood getting out of your neighborhood getting out of where, wherever you came from like even if you're fucking like vampire weekend or some shit mm-hmm. get out of cape cod how like <laughs> <laughs> we're at that point where people are struggling I, to get out of cape cod and nantucket I think there's one side of it where people are starting to see it's like glacial. Can I add something though? Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know if we're going to move away. Because I, I just wanted to say, I also think it's like a short term gain versus long term change thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's people wanting the quick and easy thing first because the other thing looks, it's like too long and drawn out and too complicated. Yeah. And also well i could never do anything on that level anyways i'm just me i'm just little old me i can't do anything anyways Mm -hmm. um there's all these different kinds of rationalizations that people come up with for for what they're doing and i feel like that's why a lot of people do come and this is not just in an entertainment stamp like in an entertainment context this is like in general you know people always say like well, you know, we're not going to get it until it gets bad enough for us to get it, mm-hmm. you know? Right, and right. Doesn't have to I, I do maybe a big source of my anxiety and anger and frustration and tension personally in my life is knowing that it does not have to get to that point right. and constantly struggling with people on this point mm-hmm. and seeing when the ruptures happen, people come to me and they that's when they're open is and that's when they want to do something right. it's when it's when it's almost too late to start doing something mm-hmm. but then we but then the the rupture like it kind of drifts away in our it gets just sort of like things get quote unquote normal enough to where they can forget about it and then it's back to the scheduled programming yeah and then another rupture happens and it's like and they drift back and they come to you for the answers and the open it's like do you understand that the shit that has to happen is 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 supposed to happen in that window between the ruptures. That's where yeah. everything is supposed to happen. It's not supposed to get so bad that you can't eat, that you can't live, that you don't know where you're, you know, you right. don't know what your life situation is going to be. We have to do like that building and that collective shit together, the cooperation in the in-between right. Right. before that shit happens right. again. 
or in a in a even more devastating way whatever right. the rupture is right it's, i mean you can think about it at any level here yeah. we can think about it in terms of society we could think about it in terms of industry we could think about it in terms of technology oh some motherfucker bought the platform and now censor increase censorship or he's booting you off oh fuck well it's too late now right why don't we just build our own platform now so that when that time comes mm-hmm. we we're already on our own shit right you know what i mean and it's it's designed to our liking it's grounded in our values and principles that's another important thing too because people people make alternatives of, of all kinds of different shit yeah. but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's what we need or yeah, what we want especially in a crisis bro. Right, in especially crisis, in there'll, crisis, there will yeah. be a plenty of alternatives. But oh, right, a lot of yeah. them will be fascist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, it's, it's perfect it's window t- for that shit. It's tied in with the speed thing. It's like, oh, well, change can only happen if everyone just randomly sees that it's fucked and then decides to do something all at once. Right, right, and you know that's something that's made me feel a lot less dissonant is the idea that like, um. It doesn't have to be this some big save the day event that happens. It can it can actually it can be, you know, it's not it's, going to be. It's yeah. not. going. I'm be. sorry. Yeah. There's yeah. no historical precedent. As far as I know, I could be wrong, but there is no historical precedent for some overnight big change. That's yeah. not how it works. Yeah. Even in the quicker cases where there's massive destruction and loss of life and regime change and yada, yada, yada. That's happening over the course of years, right. yeah. It's if not decades, yeah. You know, it's brewing, so it's like it's brewing underground. And if you just let yourself be washed away in that type of shit, you leave the door open for all types of reactionary bullshit to to happen. You and know? that shit That's happens shit right. Happen with like the Arab that shit Spring. happens right now, and you don't see. Like, I, I think yeah. that's another thing people don't realize is like shit gets wiped out shit gets really bad in certain pockets of the world and things don't just get magically solved because people are fed up you know it doesn't yeah it it does in any place take time and can i speak can i i want to speak to an instinct that i feel like someone listening to this might be having which is around like they kind of when you start talking this way people have a tendency to put the onus on you to have all of the answers right. to whatever you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And that's a thing in and of itself. And I also, I notice a lot of those people also, the first particular that they jump to is scale. Yeah. In any context, mm-hmm. in any context, you could, again, broader society, the world, we could go to industry, entertainment. How, how's it going to scale? Mm-hmm. And I want to speak to that because I think implicit in everything that we're talking about is a, a truly, actually, I know it's a buzzword, please bear with me, decentralized form of organization where people are not tied up in a, a, a central hub of organization or technology or something that can be knocked out in one fell swoop and then everyone is fucked. Instead, you have like a, a, a node system where whether it's like an uh let's say we're talking entertainment let's say it's a production company and and by the way it kind of already works this way in a lot of cases anyways you have lots of different institutions that are doing work with each other the problem is that they're all structured hierarchically in an exploitative way so they're all about getting bigger and more centralized in their power and influence but when you when you lean into this decentralized node system 
the question of scale becomes it's like it's a different conversation that we're having now because we're not the, the aim isn't to make this one big centralized thing the aim is to have a change of systems that's the aim and you don't need one big centralized thing to break down a centralized system right you know it's like it's like a you you actually are better equipped to to break down the fucked up shit or present an alternative when you do it in a decentralized way because let's say someone in your group or someone in your institution or group of people want to do something in a way that you think is fucked up and that you disagree with they can just fork off into their own thing you keep doing your thing and then we can all sit back and watch and see who does what and what happens and how it serves whoever And then if it ends up being that, hey, well, that works for these people and it serves these people. And then what we're doing serves these people. It doesn't mean that now these two things have to clash with each other, like Mm -hmm. the competition of capitalism. Instead, they can look at the differences and go, well, we have differences now. How can we work together? Maybe we can we're, we're, we're serving different purposes or doing different things, but we can still be connected to each other and still be tied to some type of broader idea of the kind of system that we want to live in and work in and thrive in and so on and so forth. Right. And to put that in like an economic context, like, I mean, talking about like monetary theories, just like everything starts to work a lot better when it's actually on a local level that operates based on your actual needs, you know, because you have this system of economy where like the Fed is changing interest rates to like, basically sacrifice working people on this it's altar a one size of the fits economy. all yeah exactly yeah. and it's like who could possibly for billions of people yeah <laughs> yeah for bill for billions of people and there is literally a like a minimum number of unemployed people that are required for the economy to to work in their mind wow. at least in like traditional economic theory and so like just capitalists you, yeah capitalist yeah. economic and so like when yeah. you actually downsize it because think not shit does not need to be on the centralized scale that those people are talking about when they're asking those questions it can literally just be like what are y'all's needs what are we what are our needs as a community what are our in, uh intra-communal needs and our com- needs between all of these mm-hmm. little nodes that you were talking about and we can actually self-regulate the economy in that way and we can throw out this whole question of job creation because if there are needs there are no there is no need to create jobs because there was already there the Mm -hmm. fucking panthers said shit they said that shit like how the fuck are there so many unemployed people when there's so much work to be done right here you know it gets into deeper questions around labor what labor is gets into deeper questions around fiat currencies and in general Mm -hmm. but that's the thing it's like it's the distinction between having a society that's ran literally this is abc one two three Uh capitalism is called capitalism for a reason capital is in capitalism for a reason Uh it's all oriented around profit yeah right this idea of we're just going to stack up more of this you know this fictional thing that we use really as power it's just about power ultimately capital as as power right even taxes are collected from to remove power from other people. The federal government doesn't need your money. They can print all the fucking money they want. You know, right. they don't need your money. It's literally just a mode of one, making the money viable 
so that people need to they have to pay taxes in it so they need it so they need to work for it mm. and the collection of it is in theory supposed to say like you okay you can't have all these billions of dollars that you can wield as power over all these people you know it's supposed to ideally work that way but it doesn't it also depends on what level of government you're talking about yeah like, well like yeah. the federal government can do that state yeah. governments don't have the same level of sovereignty that um but like the the point is it's like because i think a lot of people that talk about modern uh modern monetary theory are also still in this electoral space so they come as close as you possibly can without within that space to saying that money just isn't real <laughs> without mm -hmm. actually saying it because the only it's like people talk about we, we, I think they say it though. It's like social say, constructionism. It's like it, yeah. it's real and it's not. It's yeah. like Yeah. Um but they, like, they just well, the, don't the, the, specifically the book I was reading didn't read it. It was yeah. like somebody who worked in Bernie's campaign, but like they explained Stephanie Kelton? Yes. Yeah. Um If anyone's interested in this, read Frederick Sterling Lee. Yeah. He's a heterodox uh economist who he's no longer alive, but he was like a very it's probably too way too in the fucking weeds, but he was more he was <laughs> yeah. more he was more holistic. He understood the shit that we're talking about around yeah. social organization and the implications of that. Right, and he he was he was holistic in that he also got into modern monetary theory. He yeah. saw the the space for what it is and what it isn't. But that's what I think is the big thing with yeah. MMT and MMT people right. and that whole conversation. Just fiat currencies yeah. in general. It's like you have to zoom out. And you have to look beyond the the central banking system and mm -hmm. look beyond the state structures as a whole. Yeah. Cause it's also yeah. it's also this thing of like you also it doesn't work being neutral. A lot of these these economists, yeah. they like to play this like neutral thing, like right. of I'm just here to analyze how money works and how the economy works for, for what it is. And, but then they're making policy suggestions and then right. they're making, it's like, again, with the cognitive dissonance, it's like, there's, there's a disconnect yeah. that you're, you're not aware of here. Yeah. And it's like, it's Frederick Sterling Lee is amazing because he's like, I want freedom. I'm an mm, economist yeah. and I will analyze this for what it is. Right. It's a similar point. I tried to bring up about jaded. It's like, Let's look at it for what it is, first and foremost, right, good yeah. or bad. We're not trying to put our own spin on it. Let's try and get as close to an objective view as possible. Now, what do we want to do with that? Yeah. And to just round out the point I was making and uh, some of what you were saying is like, you know, when people talk about like the removal of the gold standard um, and fiat cur currency as a concept, it's like, Oh, it's just not backed by anything. It's not reliable anything. But the reality is the only limit on the money that the federal government produces is resources that actually exist and our actual productive capacity. Mm. So the reality is this money is backed by shit that actually exists in the real world, which is a number that is finite, but we have never reached it. It's like $22 trillion. It's $22 trillion. Um we've never spent that much money that's like our productive it's, yield basically yeah per year basically. As, as labor it's, real re, it's real it's real resources, resources and labor yeah uh, and yeah. so in the economy and so all i mean to say by that is that like money is literally just it's a unit of account right under central use. banking systems yeah which is what we we have in the u.s yeah and essentially all that is stopping us is 
the shit that is there that is in front of us and the resources to make the world that we want to make is right there it exists so we could just do it mm-hmm. we right could literally and, just do it and then policy right. po- the policy stuff the fa- like in in a, this is a purely hypothetical i'm not saying that this is suggesting that this would actually happen but in a scenario where there was a, a massive cultural shift where millions of people billions of people globally decided oh this is bullshit oh let's just like let's just come together on this land and like start building a nice life for ourselves and then all the time we use in terms of like quote unquote work and labor let's just like focus on what we need to survive right it's to say that if that happened today or over the course of the next few years and people started moving with that mindset all of this shit about fiat currency and policy all of that shit would be like beyond secondary i feel like secondary yeah. isn't even the right word yeah it's like what what it, what is the, the point of that what was the, what's the point of that yeah. well and it's like i've always found it interesting that you talk to people who are for capitalism and everything they're like well do you know anything about economics? And it's like, <laughs> that's the instruction manual of the game you like. Yeah. Like, it's not, you're you're framing it within this logic. Right. You, you know, know, when you I even read the the booklet from Final Fantasy. Yeah, you haven't read the official rule set. You know, you know, the moment I knew, I truly knew capitalism specifically just, just does not make sense. It was my macroeconomics course in college the professor pulled up a graph and it was the it was the hockey stick it was like yeah. he's like and the growth goes up and it just goes up <laughs> and and then he kind of looked at everyone and he's like but it doesn't really work that way uh, it's <laughs> it's it's on paper but not in reality and i was like wait so this is what our whole shit lives are structured around yeah. right you're saying oh well yeah, the, the company should continue these corporations should be able to make an infinite amount of money and exponentially it'll grow and it'll grow and he's like oh, but there are booms and there are busts right <laughs> right well and, that's- and i was like that sounds like a shitty ass system Right. It sounds well, like pretty unreliable. The boom and bust thing is hilarious too. Like you learned that in high school, and it's like every president. Okay, there's just booms and there's busts. Okay, every, that's how it works. every president that like did good <laughs> shit for the economy, like the economy was on the uprise like two years before they right, got in right, office. Right. But like, yeah, the the idea that it, companies are judged by their growth not their consistency, their growth. Right. Not like their how much better profit margins. You, yeah. yeah. Fiat. It's not even, wow, you made $5 billion in just profit last year. It's, you didn't make $6 billion this year. Like, it's insane. I don't see 6,000 new employees. Yeah, it's gross. Where's that 5%? Or is that 5% every year? Which is fucking nuts. And it's like, for what? Right. For what? (laughs) And and we don't... For why? Right. For for the fictional number in for the fictional number in the computer? Right. What? That's wild. (laughs) That's wild that we think about like we talk about in the future tense, like, oh, these computers are gonna run our lives like robots are gonna run our lives. They already do, man. Yeah. Who the fuck are you doing this for? Like, why do I have an app that I gotta check what the number is every time I go (laughs) get a protein bar? Right. That was like, a, what's the number? 
that's no, but that's favorite, the magic uh, hand wave. That's the. Yeah, it's not the, about the actual thing. It's about the number. It's the invisible hand of the market. You yeah, know, it's, and it's like the more marketplace. Like, of yeah, ideas. you know the the real the real like. Okay, they know it's about power. They know yeah. it's about acquisition. They know yeah. it's about domination. And about empathy, deep, deep. right? <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> picture your family got killed. Yeah, picture your family. Shoot him in the fucking. But I'm face. saying, I'm saying, even beyond, not even Gary V. His dad. That's who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know that motherfucker really knew what this shit was about. You know, yeah. he's people like Gary V. I see is they're just in contradiction and cognitive dissonance they haven't yeah, yeah, reconciled yeah. all these contradictory positions and views that they have but the real sort of like no 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 this is a legacy and a lineage and a culture of we are the conquerors we are mm. we are the ones in control um that's what it's about that's yeah. really what it's about and then so if you're not one that's the shit that tr- always trips me out is the people that aren't which Rich? I think we're moving back to. What? I think yeah. the conqueror yeah. mindset. Conquer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to be a conqueror. I'm backwards. The glory. <laughs> glory of being a VC capitalist. <laughs> Imagine your whole family got killed. You ever see that movie Glory Road? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was going to say, like, my my whole plea, my whole appeal is like, Dog, if you're hearing this, you are not that nigga. You are right. not that motherfucker. Right. You are not, and you're not going to be. You are Ish. not. Go- the odds of you, shit, you could be. Who knows? I, I could be wrong on that. But the odds are so slim, right. man. And it's like, they're miserable. You can't be all you're going to be miserable. And also, the their fact. path is fucking them over, too. Right. Right. It's fucked. There's no life for them or their kids or whatever. Look, even if you're a narcissist and you want to be rich and you want to have status over other people, what status are you going to have if there's no other people around you that you can do (laughs) shit with or flex on or whatever? We all need to be here. That's what we're facing. We're facing a situation where we might not all even be here. Right. That's the contradiction of your whole shit. like, yo, everyone in in South United States that's... Tennessee. <laughs> the I United went to the beach in Tennessee. Oh, I'm in my Bugatti at the Tennessee Beach Club. Be like, I'm the president of the United States. Yeah. <laughs> Dog, it's also the thing of like, yo, fucking have nice things. Who gives a shit? Doesn't have to be off the fucking backs of other people. Yeah, right. It really doesn't. Yeah. Like we could all collectively find a way to like pursue and make ourselves with our own hands the nice things that we want right without having to like cut in on somebody else's life like life i want kid cuddy to make good music again you know (laughs) and not do mcdonald's ads Yeah. Um, I'm really sick. (laughs) (laughs) Hamburglar, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hamburglar. And it's Grimace. Grimace. Yeah, Grimace was a big purple guy. (laughs) (laughs) I want a 10 piece chicken (laughs) McNuggets, please. (laughs) (laughs) My nigga Ronald, keep on running. <laughs> I feel like it's it's one of those things where it it seems so complicated, but it's like it's really not. Yeah, it's that's that's it's like silly. the more you learn and the more you read, you're like, whoa! I just spent an immense amount of time 
unpacking the particulars of this thing just to have validated this tiny little nugget of an idea that I assumed anyways instinctively. I think about wow, it was right there the whole time, right in front of my face. It's right there, plain as day. And that's and like the implications from that point on, it's related to what I was saying about resonate. It's like we could literally go into what's the business model and what's the technology. Nigga, if everybody controls it, we can make it whatever the fuck we want it to be. Mm -hmm. And that logic applies to everything in this fucking world. If we control it together, we can decide what the fuck it's going to be. Right. That's it. Think about that is so simple. Right. Do you ever think when we talk about capitalists, when we talk about landlords, it's just these individuals that are controlling an insane amount of resources and stuff. They are controlling all of it. What happens when we start to control some shit together? We decide what it's going to be. That is like, you could distill this whole shit just to that. Uh, Do you ever think about how much shit you have to know? Like how much knowledge you have to have just to placate the dumbest motherfuckers you ever met? Right. Like, like every episode we record, I, I think I read a new book. (laughs) Right. Literally every episode, I've read at least a, one new book, maybe two. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I, yeah, like, and I, like, I've never. My acquisition of knowledge has never been at a faster pace than it is right now, and I'm just like, I'm doing this to fucking convince the dumbest motherfuckers I've ever met in my life that people aren't too evil to to yeah. run shit collectively. Yeah, it is when so true. Like. It, I mean, I don't even think that a lot of people are dumb, man. They just don't. Well, that's what I'm saying is like we. The the simplest way to put it is like if if you think people are too dumb or too evil to manage their own lives, then why do you think like 30 people can do it for billions of other people? Mm hmm. What? How does that make any more sense than all of us trying to figure this shit out based on what's in front of us? The collective right. intelligence. Right. Those motherfuckers aren't even the smartest motherfuckers in their firms. Right. And you, you motherfuckers, if you're working in these companies, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. You know you're smarter than your fucking boss. Right. Your, your boss, the, sh- the shareholders, the person that's at the top of that pyramid, they don't even have the same knowledge base as you. Right. So it's like, what happens when you connect with other people in your industry and other people in your, you know, in your community to actually do the damn thing and not around a fucking profit margin? You know, I've never met a person that respected their boss. No, I've never worked for a company where there wasn't some asshole coming into seagull everything and shit all over what people wanted to do. Yeah, I see. I meet people that fall for it. They yeah. fall for their manipulation. They're new yeah. at a company and they, they get the, oh, we're a family here. They yeah. get the, we're a family line and they want to believe that they're lying to themselves. Dog. They're lying to themselves. I meet those people all the time. I actually, my, my boss isn't that bad or my boss just really cares, cares about his employees and the company. It's like, you're fucking gone. If yeah. that money doesn't come in, you realize that you're gone. I, you're done. I, I, I have some and ex- you're living with that. You're yeah. lying to yourself, but you know deep down you're done. If the if the profit margin isn't right, mm-hmm. you're out. Dog, I won't say where, but I uh I worked at a place where somebody like somebody committed suicide and then the next day at work they were like, Hey, we're all a family here. 
Yeah. I'm just like that's happened to me. Whatever before. you got to do to glue this motherfucker, this makeshift this piece of shit on. back together. No, there, there's. Uh, I can give you two examples. One is I used to work somewhere, and one of our coworkers, after he got fired, about three weeks later, he was dead of an overdose. Um, and they were like, "Yeah, you know, it's really sad what happened to name, you know, name not given." Um, yeah, you know, he was a energetic guy, and it was like the most dehumanizing demoralizing soul-sucking thing listening to my particularly like the the worst boss i've probably ever had in terms of pure character the the level of cowardice spinelessness and just inhumanity the middlemen you deal with the, the last place i worked at there was there was a manager and then there was a manager that came on right at the last minute and both of them they just will say anything just to get you to shut the fuck up and keep yep. working. Right. And two of my coworkers who are now fired, um, still defend them. Like it took them forever to finally be like, yeah, no, they do suck, whatever. And one of them still texting one of them to be like, Oh, what's going on now that we're gone and stuff. And it's like, I, I like express to them. I'm like, you need to, realize that anyone who can fire you you should not respect that is a That's transactional a relationship right i cannot yo we cannot stress that enough yeah cannot stress that enough anyone right. that can fire you if they can fire you and they have that level of control over your life and your livelihood yeah you're not on equal ground you're not family you're not mm -hmm. a friend mm -hmm. you're just not, not. The proof is in the pudding when it comes to that shit. It's in the governance. It's in the decision making. Mm -hmm. yep. It's just it's just the because truth. They may seem like they're your friend and they want what's best for you, but that's not what they are. They are an, they are a pawn of the person above them, and they will one thousand percent care about their livelihood and their job perpetuating itself before you because they have to because yep. that's how it's set up. Close so they will do anything. Uh, there was. I had a coworker who expressed that she felt this is a white woman, but she felt that there a, a Trump supporter in the organization was being just flat out inappropriate uh, and racist. And and a guy who is a manager who is not white told her, hey, you know, if you care so much, why don't you go into politics? Like despicable, like despicable, what? inhuman, disgusting, repulsive. Like it takes takes the inhumanity out of you being under it and it takes the inhuman the humanity out of you when you're a manager within it yeah. also so this is why the sooner we can we can understand this mm -hmm. and actually connect with each other at a wide and broad enough scale to start like moving differently with those insights in mind the better off we're going to be yeah. right. because one thing is for sure, as this shit continues to collapse around us and corrode around us, these motherfuckers don't give a shit about you. Yeah. So we're going to be, all, all that's going to be left is us. Yeah. And the question is, are we going to be talking to each other? Are we going to be communicating with each other? Are we going to be organizing with each other, for lack of a better word? And right. when I say organize, I'm not talking about fucking activism. I'm not talking yeah. about charity. Right. No. I'm talking about... You, me, figuring out how to whatever we got to do to live together yeah. without fucking each other over and meeting our needs 
and living comfortably, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about some fucking separate shit. I'm talking about yeah. our lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the and and that that shit is like that shit. I'm like passionate about that because I meet so many people that say that they're for these these great ideas in the abstract, but they still have that disconnect. Yeah. Because in real time in the, in the real world they're like well this is what i'm this is where i'm spending my time and this is this is what pays my bills and if i it's like it's almost like subconsciously it's like if i if i didn't try to lie to myself i wouldn't be able to do this and it's like we're not supposed to be doing it right right that feeling is a healthy thing yeah. you're not yeah. supposed to be there yeah so get together with the other people that know i'm not supposed to be here find them wherever you're at and let's fucking Work together I'm just to get away from, from this shit. Like I'm that's just a kid from Ohio. I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is real, though. That man. shit is real, bro. It's uh, it's so. You're not it's... crazy. You're not crazy. If you're hearing this, you are not crazy. Yep. You feel it every fucking day. You are not crazy. Right. And like, I'm sorry. Even the discourse and the dialogue over social media, the memes, the whatever the fuck, it's 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 not going to be enough. It's not going to be enough to fill that void. And you know it's not. You know it's not going to be enough. Yeah. The the for real, the first step is like stepping out of your comfort zone and trying to connect with as many people as possible who get this shit. Yeah. And not just like share a hatred for what is, but have some some common ideas about what could be and should be. Mm-hmm. Right. And if somebody wants something different, if people want another government or another state or another boss or whatever, let them it's, go and try yeah. try that you know or, or try and find that but it's like in the meantime we can we can all just start working with each other to 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 find the space to not have to live with that shit anymore mm-hmm. and to and to end this i mean we all just found each other on the internet it's not like we you know it's it's pretty simple yeah you know yeah ended up being closer to each other than we even knew at the time or would have known at the time yeah Yeah. like i'm saying physically like geographically even within new york yeah you know yeah right so it's like who knows who who knows what could happen shit you just use this fucking jaded form use the jaded discord as the first fucking pop in what's up where you at what's going on find people near you we got a space set up for la tokyo london Trying to get one set up for Lagos, we should probably. I got family over there, dude. Any you know? anyone and anywhere Anyone. who wants to to build some shit. That's and... the other thing. Gl- thinking globally, yeah. Because this this problem that we're talking about, this existence is not exclusive, obviously, to the U.S. This is right. a global fucking thing. It's international. Anything probably worse, worse most other places. In other know? places, yeah. Most places. I got or, even less organizationally. Room. Yeah, it does like wherever you could get it get it you know what i mean like if if you if you're in fucking the uk and you can generate resources to help people in japan or wherever it all if it's all organized and connected right it all feeds itself anyway so right. it doesn't fucking matter right the resources you know? are there and if we organize on this horizontal level that we're talking about and not this fucking race to the top those resources can stay around a lot longer yeah, and especially if lot- it's democratically uh, yeah. organized and, and decided. Right, and they can be around a lot longer, be useful to a lot more people, and we can get past this idea of just like making money for the sake of making money, which is literally the one thing that the one little detail that uh 
MMT gets caught up with is inflation. And that shit goes right out the window when you just acknowledge the shit is not real and it only yeah. means anything when it, uh, as it pertains to our actual needs. Right. So if we just fuck, if we just take that simplify one the step, shit, simplify you know? it. S- think simpler, actually. Streamline. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you gotta learn so much shit just to say the most, yeah. the simplest, like drawing a perfect thing. circle type shit. It's yeah. Like, exactly. My my big plea to people is like, stop compartmentalizing this shit, man. Right. Mm. This is your fucking life. Right. Yeah, this, this is your is livelihood. Like, yeah. This is your this is your your home, your food, like the land. Yeah. Like. That's why I, 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 I almost like cringe every time I use this word organize or I'm saying organize because when you start using language like that, there's this, it's almost like this implicit hierarchy that people feel yeah. of like, well, I gotta be an, or- I gotta put on my organizer hat to be an organizer. Yeah. Oh, I gotta go do nice things for, for, for other people. And it's like, no, no, this is no, about this is your you. life. This is yeah. for you. It's about your life and how it connects to those other people. Yeah, That's yeah. what we're talking about. It's not yeah. this fucking thing this of, oh, I got to put on my revolutionary organizer hat now and I'm going to go out and be a professional revolutionary. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's also not this thing of like doing it to virtue signal. Like we all like deep down, I know that this is hopeless and we can't really do anything, but I'm going to go and show up so I look nice and look like I care for all these other mm-hmm. people. Fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck mm-hmm. that shit. Look at, look at what you do. Like, look at your skills, what you bring to the table. Look at what you want to do and, and, and come together with other people in a way that can deal with labor and the land and our needs. It, it really is that simple, yeah. you know? And like, I feel like that's something that has to just be repeated over and over and over and over again because yeah. there is this there is this whole class and stratum of professional quote unquote organizers. They think that shit, the capitalists are that in their own way. Mm-hmm. They think that they can they're the ones who decide how the the quote unquote masses are going to be organized. They're going to decide from the top down how this society is going to be structured, how it's going to go, how it's going to work. The shit we're talking about is coming from the other end. It's coming from the bottom going up. Right, right, and that's like that's a radically different thing than this paternalistic up. Somebody's gonna somebody's gonna save me, or I'm gonna do the saving. Right. I gotta invest yeah. in being the saver. No, save your goddamn self and figure out how you can do it with other people. Mm-hmm. You actually can have an easier time saving your goddamn self working with other people than trying to yeah. go it alone for a bag or a check or whatever the fuck it is. Right, and I know like this shit is heavy, and it's like yeah, it's not we're not gonna really get into all of it in a fucking uh, recording, but I'm feeling that shit extra hard today. Like I was gonna yeah. say that at the beginning, like over time, this this shit, it, it kinda, you feel a sense of urgency. You kinda, you, you can't escape it. It's like, what the fuck are we doing? Like right. what? Mm-hmm. And you, it's, it's like, it's, it's torture because you know as an individual, you can't change shit just by yourself. Right. Yeah. That's the whole thing about systems change. It's reliant upon the collective but what happens when the collective and people just they're not fucking getting it right Mm. they're not getting it yeah maybe even some people they're they're ready but it's like okay will you move with me now can you move with me now i mean dog this is episode eight and it feels like a long fucking time yeah, yeah, it feels like, like this is like season it, it, six, and it's right. like dark, it like dark days overhead. We, yeah. No, but we're, right. we started this show with dark days overhead. That's yeah. why. Why the fuck are we gonna just fucking? It's so funny because you know we, so much planning has gone into this show, and we've we've had so many discussions about like, 
you know, the, 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 the types of conversations we want to have and like the tone that we want to set. But it's like, dog, I can't escape. I can't escape the struggle. <laughs> I can't escape the struggle. I love, I love the hustle. Man, I love the struggle, man. <laughs> but it like People really get shot like, every day, right. B. It's like how you'll be alright. There is this element. <laughs> man, how to squabble. There Did is this. There is squabble? this element of like, man, what are we talking about, man? <laughs> every talking, time, every we talking time. about practice. Yeah, yeah no, we, we like, talking about praxis. It's yeah. like every time you're like, you know, you know, everyone knows, you know, deep down, it's like, and there's like a part of, part of me that I, I want that. I want a never ending stream where we can really we can get into it and we can keep it going. Um, I just want a, a t-shirt with Alan Iverson's face on it that says, we are talking about a game. We talking about praxis. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah, man. Listen, we got many more episodes. We're meeting tomorrow, are we not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, Sky, we'll, where are we at on time? I think we're, we've blown past. Uh, like, like Yeah. Oh, okay, Sky. Next <laughs> time, I'm gonna need you to. No, no, he, he. That's on <laughs> okay, me. That was, I that said. Was Connor, I said to. Connor end this. said, "Fuck it." I said, "No." I yeah. said to end this, and then you, you oh. started going. Oh, <laughs> my bad. You started heating up. It's okay. I mean, according to GarageBand, we're at three thousand one hundred twenty-nine bars. Oh, so, <laughs> fuck! That's a lot of bars, That's B. A lot of bars. You know nothing That's about that. bars, B. <laughs> you know nothing about that. Bars. Um, <laughs> me and Flex having gay sex. What does he say? Oh, me and Flex looking in the index just for <laughs> just for some buff neck niggas for some hot butt sex. Who said that? That's Tyler. like my favorite um, bar Tyler's ever spat. Whoa! Why'd you go with that verse? <laughs> yeah. Pause. Anyways, we don't pause over here. We say yeah. all home home. My, my favorite I've you. heard is resume. When someone says pause, <laughs> that is, I'm stealing the fuck people, out of that. People say resume now. Oh, that is perfect. Yeah, it's pretty. Well, funny. it depends. You can interpret that. I I think, and I, you can I, interpret that in I a hope not toxic I, way. Jack yeah. Harlow might have come up with that. Oh, not but to you could you suck could, the wind out of the room. But you could. <laughs> Not to suck a fart out of somebody's ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That'd be a funny ass skit. This guy who tries that reverse. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to suck a fart out of somebody's ass. But... <laughs> it's like, whoa. Ah, the sensation Ooh. you get, even with the phrasing of that. Right. Just, oh, my God. Yeah, I can taste it. I regret that. Yeah. I regret saying that. Yeah. Now, I was going to say with I was going to say with resume, though, it, it could be like, oh, it's not gay anymore. So we can continue. You know, like oh, right. that yeah. could be right. the interpretation of it. Yeah. But it's more like the, um, you know, what I was, no, 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 no. They say, no, they say, no, homo. You go. They go pause. You go rewind. <laughs> let's want, let's let's run the tape back, baby. Or you can right. say play. <laughs> no, 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 no. Press play. Press play. Press that's, play. That's weird to me because you think about it. Pause is like you trying to dwell in this moment, bro. Right. <laughs> you trying to savor the gay shit? You trying huh? to savor this gay shit? Come on, man. <laughs> uh, trying, oh, you man. really pause. think yeah, about that? that. Visualize yeah, it. Yeah, you trying to get a taste? You hey. trying to get a taste? Pause. You might learn something, dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh God! Yo. That's one that I 
like as a straight dude haven't been able to like not for myself but like escape it in terms of Oh, I think pause should never end, in my opinion. I love pause. It's yeah, so yeah. innocent because it's actually acknowledging gay shit more often than you would if it's you didn't hella say gay, it. Yeah, it's hella gay. It's gay as hell. Yeah. It's like, like, oh, you pause. Spot, oh, you spotted that? Pause. Oh, my pause. God. Yeah. Think about that. <laughs> like, it's like it's like it's finding the gay shit in every single oh, right, it's like right. having the craziest gay dog right. yeah. ever. Yeah, it's like for right. no reason. Yes. It's like, ooh, pause. Pause. Yeah, yeah. Pause. I'm thinking about penis. Ooh. And then you go. Like, what a place was like, ooh, why'd you go with that verse? Yeah. That is such a good point. Yeah. Yeah, no. I that, I think that's the funniest shit in the world. Pause. I, I still say pause. Yeah. Um, or say more even. No. I say pause whenever I see a dog walking by. Pause. <laughs> and on that note. Time to go. Uh, <laughs> on the four, clap. <laughs> Z, why don't you do it this time? Do the clap. You're the musician. Okay. Are we... I play bass too. Shit, come on. Well, you've been doing the clap. I did the clap last time. You yeah. know, in the interest of rotation. Gotta share, you do it. Hey, Gotta look, share. Spread it around. I was just... In... Okay. I'm not uh, trying to claim... Go I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> uh, All I okay. care that about is me. money. That tickled me. All right, I'm ready to do this clap. Yeah. One, two, three. Thank you.